Thanks for downloading or purchasing this sermon from Christchurch Forward. To find out more, visit forwardchurch.co.uk or join us on Sundays. The reading is taken from the book of Matthew, chapter 8, verses 23 to 27, and that's on page 973 in the Pew Bibles. Jesus calms the storm. Then he got into the boat and his disciples followed him. Without warning, a furious storm came up on the lake so that the waves swept over the boat. But Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him saying, Lord, save us, we're going to drown. He replied, you of little faith, why are you so afraid? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the waves and it was completely calm. The men were amazed and asked, What kind of man is this? Even the winds and the waves obey him. Here's a question to start us off this morning. What are you afraid of? Okay, we're going to spend a few seconds now just thinking about uh, that question. I want you to to think about that. If you would find it helpful, uh, then you've got about 30 seconds or so to discuss it with someone sitting next to you. And then I'm going to ask a few of you to be very brave and to share with the rest of the room what it is you're afraid of. But for now, 30 seconds, go. Okay, let me draw you back together there, if I may. Now, we need a few uh, very brave volunteers to share with the rest of the room uh, what it is that you are afraid of. Have we got any volunteers? I can see someone back. I'll run back here. On the wrong end, you'll have to pass that along for me. What are you afraid of? Eating noises. Eating noises. Okay. If anyone's got an apple nearby, no eating that during the service. Okay, eating noises, okay, yeah. I have heard that before. Okay, any others? Okay, we've got one here. Okay, squeeze past. Okay, what are you afraid of? Um, um, the dark bees and not being with my family. Ah, the dark bees and not being with my family. Well, okay, well, we've definitely ruled some of those out this morning for you. Um, Great, oh, yes, one at the back. What are you afraid of? Spiders. Spiders. Sin. Huh? Sin. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Very theological. Very good. Okay, spine. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Okay, so there are all sorts of things that we can be afraid of, aren't there? There are some things that we, it's kind of, um, we kind of know that we don't really need to be afraid of them. But we really are. Things like spiders, uh, things like the dark. Um, and then there are those things that we, we kind of, there is something right about being afraid of them. More serious things like, like sin maybe, like um, being lonely, like heights, sorry if you're up on the balcony, um, or um, getting sick, things that it's right to be afraid of. And this morning we're looking at a group of people in the Bible, Jesus' disciples, who were very afraid and we're going to see what Jesus did to deal with their fear. And it all took place in a boat on a lake. If you've got the Bible open there in front of you, which I'd encourage you to do, then look down to verse 23. This is what it says. Then he, that is Jesus, got into the boat and his disciples followed him. Without warning, a furious storm came up on the lake so that the waves swept over the boat, but Jesus was sleeping. Now, what we're going to do this morning is we are going to recreate that storm here, okay? Or at least the sounds of that storm. Um, and I need you to help me with this. We're going to do this by uh, breaking the room into different groups. And then I'm going to give each group 
a different sound that you need to make, okay? Um, now, uh, here's the first rule. When you see me go like this with my hands, you need to go completely quiet straight away, okay? So that's the signal to stop the noise. Otherwise, nothing will get done this morning. Okay, so um, here, over this side of the room and under the balcony, you are going to make the sound of the wind, okay? So you've got to try and copy this sound, all right? Here it goes. You go... And you need to try and do that in unison if you can, okay? You ready? Okay, and... And you just keep going, keep going. That's good. We could get a bit louder, please. Come on. Come on. There we go. That's it. That's a bit better. Okay, stop before you pass out. Okay, great. And um, over here, we are, you guys are going to be the waves, okay? A lot of you this side, so this is better be good, okay? The waves, you're going to do this. You can go... I don't know if you think that sounds like a wave, but that's what we're doing this morning, okay? Okay, uh, one, two, three... That's brilliant. Very good. Very good. Now, up on the balcony, what's left for you, you're thinking? Okay, we've got the wind, we've got the waves. Well, you're going to be the sound of the disciples calling out to Jesus for help, okay? There you go. You've got to be in good voice this morning. Okay, so the disciples say, Lord, save us. We're going to drown, okay? Now, I will give you a few attempts at that, although you will only say it once when it comes to us actually doing it, okay? Uh, When I point to you is when you start. You ready? Lord, save us. We're going to drown. Very good. Try that one more time, a bit louder. Lord, save us. We're going to drown. Brilliant. Okay. Now, I'm going to um, respond with uh, the way that Jesus did in the Bible. So you guys down here, just keep going with the noise, uh, the noises that you're making, and then I will say, quiet. We've got to be as quiet as we can, okay? You ready? Let's see if this works, shall we? Okay. You ready? Over this side, you're going to be the wind. One, two, three. Jesus replied, you of little faith, why are you so afraid? Then he got up and rebuked the wind and the waves. Quiet! And it was completely calm. The wind was calm. The waves were calm. But inside the disciples... Their hearts were thumping hard. The men were amazed and asked each other, what kind of man is this? Earlier in Matthew chapter 8, they had seen Jesus heal a man with a skin disease. They had seen Jesus heal a man without even seeing him or touching him from a distance. They had seen Jesus heal lots of people and cast evil spirits out of people. But now they say, even the wind And the waves obey him. Slowly, gradually, they're beginning to see and realize that Jesus isn't just a great teacher or a miracle worker, but that Jesus is the king who rules over everything, even the wind and the waves. And in a few minutes, we're going to think about what that means for us and the fears that we face But first of all, we're going to stand together and we're going to sing, Jesus is the King, the ruler over everything. Brilliant. Well, do take a seat. And if you've lost the page in your Bible, then get it back open because I need you to have a look um, at what's there for a couple of minutes. 
Um, those verses that we're looking at, Matthew chapter 8, verse 23 to 27. Um, if there's someone near you that needs help finding that, parents, that would be great if you could help them. Page 973. And what I'm going to ask you is, is in those verses that we are looking at this morning, there are two questions, okay? I want you to run your eyes down those verses and find what those two questions are. And maybe a couple of people could give me um, one of those questions each. Just read it straight off the page in front of you. And what are the two questions that come up in those verses we're looking at this morning? It could be adults or children. Who's going to be brave and share with us? Yes, Stephen. Why are you so afraid? Why are you so afraid? That's right. So Jesus asked the disciples, why are you so afraid? And who's got the other question for us? Oh, stick a hand up. Oh, yeah. What kind of man is this? What kind of man is this? That's it. Thank you. I hope you can all see that there. So the disciples asking themselves about Jesus... What kind of man is this? And those two questions unlock for us and help us to understand what's going on in this story. You see, the disciples, the reason they were so afraid was because they didn't understand what kind of man Jesus was. If they had understood what kind of man he was, they wouldn't have been so afraid of the storm as they were. They had too small a view of Jesus, his power and authority. Now, clearly, they did have some faith in Jesus because look at verse 25. The disciples went and woke him, saying, Lord, save us. So they must have had some belief that he could help, maybe. But they didn't have a lot of faith because look what else they said. We're going to drown. So they had a bit of faith, but not very much. Jesus makes that even clearer in the way he replies to them in verse 26. He replied, you of little faith. So they have some faith in Jesus but not very much. They have too small a view of his power and authority. But if they had had a bigger, truer view of Jesus, then their fear would have shrunk. They wouldn't have been so afraid of the storm as they were. Now take a look at these balloons I've got here. Um, If you can't see, or, or perhaps if you're not a reader yet, this big blue balloon says the word fear on it. Okay, and this small yellow balloon says Jesus. Okay, and rather like these balloons, the fear of the disciples was very big because their view of Jesus was too small. But their fear would have got smaller if they had had a bigger view of Jesus, his power and authority. You can weep if you want. That's fine. You know, don't hold back. It's okay. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Um, If they had known and believed in the total authority of Jesus, even over the wind and the waves, then their fears, they would have still been there. They wouldn't have gone. But you see, their fears would have been smaller, much smaller. And the same is true for us when we have a big, a true view of Jesus, his power and authority, then our fears, they won't disappear, but they'll be smaller. We will still have fears, but they will be smaller than they would otherwise have been, and they won't need to overwhelm us. Because even though there are things in life that it's right for us to be afraid of, 
We believe and trust that Jesus is bigger and more powerful than all of those things, that he is the ruler over everything, even the wind and the waves, even that thing that you thought of at the beginning that you said that you were afraid of. Perhaps your big fear in life is actually the same as the disciples on the lake, that your fear is actually a fear of death. Um, That's an entirely appropriate thing to be afraid of. Death is a terrible and horrible thing. But listen to this. Jesus once spoke to a lady who herself was confronted with the fear of death. And he said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me will live even though they die. Do you believe this? And when we hear words like that about Jesus, true words about how big and powerful he really is, it should make our view of him grow and our fears become smaller. Later in the Bible, it says that in dying and rising again, Jesus freed those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. And so do you see that by having a bigger view of Jesus, our fear of death will become not non-existent, but certainly smaller. Perhaps your big fear in life is of broken relationships and the loneliness that that can bring, Uh, the fear of falling out with someone and the pain that that causes. Or maybe it's that you have already fallen out with someone and you're worried that that will never change. Maybe you feel lonely because of relationships lost or perhaps relationships that never were. It's right for us to feel pain from those things but our fear will shrink with a bigger view of Jesus. Proverbs 18, verse 24, says there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. And Jesus is just such a friend. He will never leave us or let us down. Perhaps your uh, big fear is uh, of change of one form or another. Perhaps you're about to start school for the first time or go into a new year at school and you're finding that scary. Maybe uh, you are about to move home or start a new job or even retire. Uh, Change can feel scary. And being afraid of these sorts of things, it doesn't mean that we don't have faith in Jesus, but we don't need to be so afraid. What did Jesus say to the disciples? Why are you so afraid? We don't need to be so afraid that those things overwhelm us. What we need is a bigger view of Jesus. The Bible says Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It's another way of saying he never changes. And uh, he says, wherever you go, surely I am with you always. Even though everything else in your life might be changing at the moment, Jesus is a sure and steady, unchanging friend you can rely on. Perhaps your big fear is um, that of old age, and the pain and suffering that that can bring. Um, It's not wrong to be afraid of those things. Uh, But those fears will stay under control when we have a bigger view of Jesus, who is one for us and all who believe and trust in him, a place in his wonderful new creation where the Bible says there will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain because he will make everything new, including our bodies. Isn't that a wonderful hope to have? Perhaps your big fear is of uh, money issues, uh, financial problems. Um, And in those moments too, we need a big view of Jesus and his power 
and his love to provide for us. Just like children trust their parents to provide everything they need, so we're to trust our heavenly father in that way. And Jesus said to a group of people who were worried, look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? And the answer is yes, you are much more valuable than they are to the Lord. Jesus is the ruler over everything who will always give his people all that they really need. And finally, uh, perhaps your fear is that of failing and what others will think of you if you fail. Maybe that's failing a test or an exam or failing to be good at the job that you do. Uh, Perhaps feeling like a failure as a mum or a dad or even as a child. Or perhaps you've already failed and you're worried about your past catching up with you, getting found out and what others will think of you when that happens. Again, those fears will shrink when we have a bigger view of Jesus, who never sees his friends and followers as failures. And a bigger view as well of his cross, which we're going to be remembering when we take communion together in a few minutes. A bigger view of his cross, where Jesus did everything necessary for God to love and accept us forever. And because of that, the Bible says there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Look, we live in a world that is scary and outside of our control. It says in verse 24 of our reading, without warning, a furious storm came up. And that's how things will sometimes feel. They'll come out of the blue without warning from nowhere. If we have a big and true view of Jesus, then in those moments, our fears, they won't disappear. They're still here but they will be smaller and they won't need to overwhelm us. Perhaps you're not a Christian here this morning, but you know that there are plenty of things in life to be afraid of. Do you see what great news it is to know that there is someone who is in control, the ruler over everything with all power and authority and that he's good and that he loves you? Put your trust in Jesus. Call out to him for help. And as your view of him grows bigger from the words that we read about him in the Bible, so your fears, well, he will be able to help you to bring them under control. And one day, he will remove them entirely and forever. And maybe you are a Christian, and in your head, you do have this big view of Jesus. Are you applying what you have in your head? to your heart, and to the situations you face. What are you afraid of? Like those disciples in the boat on the lake facing a big storm, turn to our bigger Jesus in prayer. Call out to him for help. And as our view of him gets bigger, so our fears will become smaller. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, when we're afraid of things around us, help us to remember that you have more power and authority than any of the things we fear. Help us to see what kind of man you really are, our God, the King, the ruler over everything. Thank you that you love us and you stay close to us, your people. And thank you that you died and rose again 
to finally do away with everything that causes us to fear. Amen.